prior to the hour. And what ended up happening was I waited in line for a minute and then I ended up moving and I was five minutes after the fact. Now, you know, when you in line, you always got to look for that black or Spanish person and, you know, and, and, uh, versus that white person. Cause you know, the white person stick to their rules, right? Lo and behold, I got caught up with the white lady. The white lady said, Joe, you can't get on the flight because you're five minutes late. So I had to fly into Santo Domingo and the lady said, Joe, I'll waive your baggage fare. And I'm like, fam, <laughs> that's nowhere a consolation, bro. <laughs> so she said, I'm going to waive your baggage fare. But then once you get into the country, you got to figure out your way. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the thing is, if I didn't get there on that day, I would have to wait to the next day to get there. And I was like, bro, like it's Thursday. Like the wedding is on Saturday. Like what's going on? So, you know me, I said, you know what? I got a, a habit of saying, yo, I'll figure it out. So that, so what I do, I figured it out. So I got out there and they was, she was like, yeah, you can take like a bus or something like that. It's $75. I'm like, nah, that can't be right. Especially if I'm a, a foreigner coming to another country and during this pandemic, like that don't even sound right. Right. So you get there, it's like a whole extra, like extra bread. I end up taking a cab from Santo Domingo to DR. I mean, to uh, Punta Cana. We in the, we in the, in the cab, me and homie in the cab, just chilling, talking and all that. I'm glad I'm a, I'm a respectful, nice person. Cause I know that could, cause like situations like that can go, can just go, just go different. You know what I'm saying? Right. At first he tried, he was playing, he was playing Spanish music and he tried to play some hip hop. Then your man played We Are The World and I ain't doing this. We're not doing this. So, <laughs> so as soon as I cut off the wheel of the world, I started playing like these 90s uh, mix or whatever. Because you know how a lot of times uh, other countries, they be kind of late, like catching on our music or whatever. So I said, Joe, you heard of Biggie? He was like, nah. I said, Joe, you heard of Tupac? What? He said, nah. I said, Joe, you heard of Snoop? He was like, nah, bro. I'm just running down the list. So I'm playing stuff. Sitting out there a while. I said, Joe, man, you know what? I'm about to play some bachata. I put, yo, I went, I went right in my phone. And I was like, damn, let me, let me look for somebody that I actually know, whatever, you know, you're from the Bronx or whatever. So, you know, you know about the Bachata artists or whatever the case may be. So I'm going through, but yo, your man turned around and looked at me. He got so excited. I said, oh, yo, we good. We good. <laughs> yes. We good. But yeah, so two and a half hours later, I was in, uh, I was in uh, Punta Cana, uh, ready to go get in the pool and have a drink because it was crazy. It was crazy, crazy, crazy. But yes, we are shooting the shit, shooting the shit, shooting the shit. Uh, you know, the usual suspects, we got uh, Trip Young, we got uh, the International Gigolo, uh, air traffic controller, uh, small bottle uh, recycler, uh, 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 your birthday pass, it's still Leo season. Uh, 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 what's good with you, brother? Man, I cannot complain. I'm doing very well. Um, you know, got back to filming these last couple of weeks, so I, I'm enjoying it. My birthday was great. I'm waiting on uh, two more gifts. I'm going to show y'all when they get here. Um, you know, and you know, the show's been going well. The podcast has been going well. Just getting a lot of work done, man. I'm happy. My man said he got two more gifts on the way. He going to show us. Uh, it sounds mm -hmm. like he got strippers pulling up over there. <laughs> well, not while we on that, the air. Is that I mean, an off-air, on-air gift? Well, that kind of gift I would do if we was actually in the podcast studio. We ain't all in the same place. So that's not fair. I'm not going to have some strippers come here, and I'm by myself in the crib. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would, probably would, but not. And show y'all, that's kind of messed up. I'd do that when we was in the studio. We had to make a whole event out of it. You know, we trendsetters, so. 
All I want for my birthday. <laughs> and then we got the legend in multiple games over here. Uh, Sir Sanchez. What's good with you, brother? Wave what's control really himself. Good, <laughs> what's, what's really good, man? I'm, you know, chilling, enjoying some playoff basketball. Uh, you know, just enjoying life, man. Taking it day by day. No, I, I, time to be alive. I, I, we in here. Play the playoffs is definitely in full effect. We, we might as well go ahead and jump into the playoffs since you know, since we got a lot of basketball action, we got some, some sports stuff to get into. But um, you know, the playoffs have started. We had what? Damn, it was like a, a quadruple header or something like that. With the last few days or something like that, man. Mm -hmm. Monday, um, Tuesday. I, shit, I, I, I know, I, I know how y'all feel or whatever. But did y'all catch any of the games? Did you? Did you? You know? I, I caught him. I was a little disappointed in a few of them, but I, yeah, I caught him. Uh. I mean, the, the the first two days, yeah, today I haven't had an opportunity to. I've been running around all day. So, um, actually, I rushed back to make sure I was here on time for this because I've been out the house since, like, 2 o'clock. So, um, I didn't see any of the games from today. But um, it kind of feels like March Madness. Mm -hmm. Like, all them games starting early in the day, you know what I'm saying, middle of the day. It's it's a good feeling, you know, if you're a sports junkie like myself. That's a fact. Shout mm -hmm. out to Utah. They, they, they caught that uh, road win today. 124 to 105 over over the Nuggets. So shout out to Donovan Mitchell. My man Donovan Mitchell's playing big time. I think Utah should, be up, Utah should be up 2 0. I think they let that one slip the other day. Mm -hmm. um, but but they looking good. They holding it down without Mike Conley. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Hey, I, and I, I, was, I was telling you, you know, if Mike Conley was there, they win that game because he, he's a way better defender than anybody else they got. That's a fact. He would have been locking down Jamal Murray. Not to say Jamal, he would have shut him down, yeah. down, but he would have, you know what I'm saying, he would have made it real difficult. And I don't think he hit that three in the fourth quarter that, that brought them, put them back in the in the position if Michael Conley is guarding them. Yeah, it probably been a different outcome. But but we got an actual trip because we know um, you're watching the playoffs with a, with a close eye on the Lakers. <laughs> Dame was the bubble MVP, bro. And that was in the seeding games. He was the bubble MVP for those games. And then he showed out again last night, um, hitting some threes from so far that Kenny Smith even says Steph Curry. I don't even know if Steph Curry get him from that range. So how are you feeling the day mm. after a loss like that? Well, okay, first of all, and let me say this again one more time with a reiterate to the people at home. <laughs> I am under contract with the Lakers. I signed a four-year deal two years ago. So I'm under contract with them for another two you know what I'm saying? And I guess the conclusion of this season. Now, we went into last night's game. I knew it wasn't going to be an easy one um, just because the, the, the Blazers were so hot coming in and Dame was the, 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 the bubble MVP and he's playing at an all-time high level. Um, so, you know, obviously I was, you know, I was a little tight because I want to just, you know, the first game in, get to shake, shake everything off and let's get right to it. But I think it, game two on – it's gonna be you. You you gonna see video game James um, coming to play uh, basketball, and um, they're gonna they're gonna take care of that that situation, and they're gonna move on to the to the next round. Is this uh, not a test to? Uh, he, he's been having a lot of uh, you know spats with people. Skip uh, the Clippers. Um, everybody kind of been coming at Dame, and he just you know he's been kind of holding down. I, you know, like yourself, I'm I'm a LeBron fan as well. 
However, um, listen, game recognized game, man. He was balling out, man. He been balling out. Uh, like you just said before about Mike Conley or whatever, you know, the 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 point guards in those type of situations are definitely uh imperative right now. Um, you know, while you playing playoff basketball, they definitely. Yeah, I think I think as you mentioned, Sean, I think Dame is motivated. Like you know, Cats is taking jabs at him as if like he not the truth, and they forget. Mm. And like he had to remind Paul George, like I'm out here putting in the grind, and you over here chasing superstar teammates. Like we not the same. So I got a lot of respect mm. for him, you know, in that regard, because mm-hmm. he been doing it in Portland for several years now, and he has C.J. McCollum is a good player. But C.J. McCollum ain't the caliber of, of running mate that some of these other guys got. Obviously, LeBron got A.D., Paul George got Kawhi, Westbrook and Harden. Like, all those duos yeah. are considered better than what they got in Portland. So what he's doing is reminding everybody. And the same thing in Golden State because Klay Thompson is no slouch there either. He's reminding yeah. everybody, like, yeah. Yo, bro, I'm, I'm working with less talent than y'all working with. And I don't care if y'all double-team me, whatever y'all want to do. I'm still dropping 30, 40, 50, 60. Bro, that night that the Nets was playing them, the Nets was out there with a college defense. They was playing a boxing one. They was trapping them at half court. Ain't even matter. He was pulling up like, I'm still going to get whatever shot I want to get. I get. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and, I, and that's, that's, why, that's why I think they're able to do that. But in, in with, with that, sometimes it becomes difficult because you can still play at an all-time great player and be an individual and play out through through a series. But are you going to get the same thing from everybody else that's on the team? So I think that we're going to see Dame is going to ball out like he's been doing, but Dame is only is only one person. And I think that, you know, just that experience with the Lakers, they're going to, they're going to run him out the gym real soon. Uh, I mean, let's tread like, I don't know if they're going to run him out the gym. I do expect them to do that. <laughs> I expect like, the Lakers to be a six-game series, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I, I, I predicted a six-game series for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't going to be yeah. easy. Um, but, I, again, we got to give Dame credit because he's elevating the play of his teammates. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, no. I definitely give him credit. I, you know, when I've you been defending the, him the whole week. No, no. But I'm saying, like, when you look at what he's doing, this ain't like a, uh, like a James Harden of the past where it's like, yo, James went for 40, but the next closest had 12. Like, Dame is still keeping everybody involved. Like, he making sure Nurk is getting his. He making sure Melo getting his. He making sure CJ McCollum getting his. And then when it's necessary, like yesterday, they down three midway through the, through the fourth, he hits a big three. Then he comes down, hits another big three. Then he makes the pass, you know what I'm saying, to Nurk. Yeah. So he, he's, he's keeping everybody involved. If I'm the Lakers, and I've always said this all season, I would be concerned with y'all supporting cast because it showed again last night where Danny Green can't make the open shot. Colwell Pope out there playing 30-plus minutes and got one point. You know what I'm saying? Caruso Bro, ain't really hitting nothing. All the fouls, him, him, yeah. and, him and – Right, nope. Caruso ain't hitting nothing. So it's like Braun had a good game. AD didn't shoot well, but AD went to the free throw line a lot, so he got his. Kuzma gave him some good points. I think Kuzma finished for like 16, and then it was like a massive drop-off. Yeah. I think JaVel McGee was the, was the fourth-highest score on the team. Yeah. Yeah, so – Kuzma at the start. <laughs> Nah, Who's my to start? I don't know. I don't know Danny Green. They in the conference, but what you're gonna see is you're gonna see J.R. Smith and you're gonna see a little bit more Deion Waiters in Game Two because those cats couldn't put up no mm-hmm. points. I heard I heard Jr. was on the bench saying, "If you want to win, you gotta put Jr. in." That's what I heard him say. I, Listen, <laughs> you gotta let him spin. You gotta yeah, let him spin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> J.R. Smith is on the redeem team right now. He gotta redeem himself. 
for that for that bullshit, you know what I'm saying, a, a couple of seasons ago. So he like, you know, listen, I'm ready to get to it. He watched that kid over, you know, a couple of a couple of weeks ago. He's ready to get it in. <laughs> listen, sometimes, bro, sometimes the athletes be on the on the bullshit. We know that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. like the little homie in Seattle who tried to sneak a John in. Sean, you Sean, you play college football. I ain't play college football. I play high school. Uh, you you've been on them on them road trips, them away games. You know what I'm saying? How tempting is Man. it to sneak something back to the hotel? Yo, not even the road, not even the road trips. When you get to school early in the summer camp and you there and it's just nothing but dudes and like students start coming to school, like, come on, man, I understand. But the thing is, when you're talking about these these type of situations, when you get millions of dollars, I don't think he's a person that was high up on the depth chart. So you can't play these games. You know what I'm saying? You a young dude or whatever. You're not really, you said, I guess, being secluded because this is a different situation or whatever. But if you've been playing football for that long, and you know you don't have a surefire position or whatever. You can't be playing around like that. Cause like, who's to say like if this was like a bigger player, they would have let that rock. But you know what I mean. Don't nobody know you. They're not letting you get your rocks off like that, bro. Yeah, that, that's crazy. That that, that 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 was crazy. Um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> and not and not that I'm advocating something like that, but from from, <laughs> from, from, from what the story is. Like they tried to sneak her in dressed in Seahawks uh, gear, yep. like she was a part of the team. Yep. It's just like, like, bro, what, like, what was you thinking? Like, I'm sure he you wasn't. know what I'm saying. There's another way that you could have mapped that thing out. If anything, you better get you a, a, a damn hotel uniform and leave that that somewhere for her to play get and then have her have her walk in later, like mm. she's just walking through the halls, not at the same exact time that you're trying to go. Like you are bugging. Like this is we're not we're not talking about Joe Burrow or or Tua or or one of these yeah. cats where it's like, all right, you did some dumb shit, but we ain't about to kick you off the team for it. Like you don't have mm. that luxury, bro. You jumped all the way out the window with no parachute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He bugging. So I would have I would have found the little side door that I could have popped open for or something. Like we not right. walking in together. <laughs> Yeah, you crazy. He's trying to put it we're out the door real quick. <laughs> yeah, we're not walking in together. Like I said, because I don't – first of all, you know she's going to buckle under the pressure. You know the moment that security mm-hmm. start questioning her, like, who are you? What, what staff are you on? Who yeah. are you for? She's going to fold and she's going to start dropping names. Well, I'm really here with something. Nah, nah. She, I don't know her. You know what I'm saying? But if I yeah. tell you meet me by that certain entrance at this time – and I happen to just mm-hmm. bump it as I'm going out to the parking lot and you walk in, then that's, you know, it is. Yeah. And this is my room and just meet me over there. No, that's get some fact. action in the car or something. You better, you better go get her going outside. I mean, he wanted to cut you that bad. Like, but it, oh, so but you lose the like excuse you, like, like you said, to say that this chick was a stalker. Once you walk true. in with the chick, you can't say this is some crazy fan stalking me. That's it. You lose that. You know what I'm saying? So, it's so like, that would be, that's your out. That could yeah, that would have been that would have been the out. Let's just say Shorty got caught. You left the side door open, right, Eric? Mm-hmm. Shorty gets caught in the building, and she's like, "Oh, uh, uh, she gets. Uh, I, 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 I'm here. I'm here to see 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 see, see trip. Whoa, excuse, I don't, excuse me. I don't know this shit. Yo, you gotta get these crazy fans out of here. What's up with security, man? I'm right. like, I'm but like, now she got a charge. But now she got a charge it, though. It, so who fault is that? Hey, hey, better to have charge. a charge than she's to a grown lose a woman. career. Facts. Listen, she'll exactly. get a little misdemeanor. Woman, and she'll get by. She made a grown woman decision 
Right. Exactly. It ain't going to be that bad. He lose he lose his career. He he might never get another shot, bro. Yeah. Like he yeah. he probably he probably on the phone with his agent so my yo call the rock and see if they got any trials coming up over there with the XFL. Yeah. Cause we're not <laughs> talking about somebody that got drafted in the first couple of rounds. Like yeah. bro. He was undrafted, bro. Yeah. So are you crazy? Like they didn't even spend a draft pick on you. You bugging, yo. You gotta be the the, the exemplary, the per- picture of perfection. Like you cannot take any kind of chances. I think the I think the uh, closest example to this is uh like we was just talking about Lou Will. Now Lou Will, we know who Lou Will is. We know what happened to Lou Will when he, you know, what I mean, when somebody took a picture of him outside or whatever in the strip club. Now Lou Will actually like put in work. Multiple six men come in, you know. What I mean, do numbers or whatever. Now we see what happened with that situation. Now, when with that considered, you got to be smarter than that. These, you know, what I mean, these, these, these. They, at the end of the day, you still got to remember. We talking about a 21, 22 year old or whatever. You know, he want to get his rocks off. He's not thinking. He's just trying to. He's just trying to get some action. Or whatever. He in the bubble or wherever the hell they at. But but weren't they um at some point allowing uh certain individuals to come and see them or something like that? That's the NBA. That's he's in the NFL. That's okay. Different. I knew it was somebody that was doing that. Well, <laughs> yeah, shit. Not a, I don't know what to tell you then. The NBA is going to allow um, like um, families, and then I think you're also going to be granted like three extra passes for anybody like close relative or close friend that they, they can come to the bumble. But that's going to be for the second round of playoffs. So once they get to the second round, you know, if you got a wife, a girlfriend, or you know, if you just if you're a single dude and you want to invite, you know, one of your Jones to pop through, like you could do that. Um, but right, or two, you know what I'm saying? Or three, depending on how the party going over there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you gotta, ro- gotta rotate, come on, man. Right, right. And then, you know, if, if you if you and your, your teammates is really cool, they gonna bring three, you gonna bring three, and then y'all just gonna be swapping across the hall all the time. You That's, know what I'm saying? Like, like a party. That sounded like that 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 that's girl awesome. was watching uh earlier today. I was talking that madness. <laughs> that's, that's mm. I think I think mm. we found out why they didn't want the Suns to make the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Because the Suns was operating on a different uh. type of time right there. <laughs> they was operating mm. different. Mm. Oh, she, she was talking about the Suns. So for those that don't know, it was a particular young lady. I don't know her name, but she was just basically talking about whopping off like seven players. She she's you know she's she's gotten in with teams and stuff like that. So was she talking about the Suns? Is is that what you guys uh, alluding to? I can't I can't hear you. Yeah, yeah that's what she claimed. Um, I saw mm. like somebody had commented like, "Yo, what team are you talking about?" Whatever, and then she said the Suns, and it was like, "Oh shit, that makes sense because they went eight and zero in the bubble, so like they was real <laughs> loose. They was real loose right. in the bubble, you know." What right. I'm saying? That's a fact. Like, but um, you know, it does make but, sense now. Yeah, but my man's was telling me my man's was like that. I guess he he was reading more on the story. He was like. She probably fronting because I guess the the dates that she was saying it happened. I guess the sons would have been somewhere else when when she claimed because she from what she claimed this took place in Vegas after like a birthday party, and then I think my man's had read something like somebody oh, okay. from the sons was like that that uh, some of them those guys wasn't even in Vegas during that time or whatever like they was on a road trip somewhere else so they wouldn't have been in the area like she probably fronting. So they it probably was seven dudes. It she probably was seven G leaders. Yeah, could have been. Listen, listen. All she knows listen, that was, listen, that was I worked that in the G League and I've seen it. I've seen them let out of the games. Yeah. So they outside still. Yeah. Listen, man. They they know you still you still making you know what I'm saying a, a a decent check. It ain't NBA money, but it's a decent check. And especially now that they got the you know the young cats coming in 
and you got them them I mean, spots where they'll they I think what is it like a half a million they'll make for the year, something like that. So, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna be there. They're definitely gonna be there as well. Yep. Listen, bro, you in the G League, you getting a little check. First of all, if you probably already like six, seven, six, eight. So just the fact that mm-hmm. you walk around at that height, Shorty's gonna assume that you play the ball. Exactly. Yeah. And they so don't know everybody in the NBA. If you tall, if I was tall, even I didn't play in the NBA, I played in the NBA. If I was six, <laughs> seven, well, like right. I'd be a fool not to be in the NBA. Like, have you really you you know everybody in the NBA in this? Right. I'm, I'm so going just be, to, yo, be tall. Get yourself, get yourself a couple Nike sweatsuits, and <laughs> you good. <laughs> like, exactly. That's it. That's it. That's it. Now, 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 Trip, I got a question for you. I know you was a Boy Scout, right? Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of speculation going on out here about you know these sexual abuse, abuse, uh, abuse cases or whatever. And then you recently filed uh, Chapter Eleven. Now, is there anything that you, you should tell us uh, in regards to how you got your uh, your badge for uh, for your nunchuck skills and your shoestring skills and the nah, them, them badges sure. that we don't really we ain't too sure about? Like, listen. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't speak for nobody else. I mean, well, one, a lot of those situations mm. were in like the, the, the Midwest and, and so it's that way. But I can't speak for nobody else because I wasn't mm. with nobody else. My troop, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was, it was brothers. You know what I'm saying? It was real, you know what I'm saying? Respectful, militant, straightforward. We ain't had them type of situations. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, your troop leader was from Marcy Projects. Nah, he wasn't from Marcy. He was from Queens, but he, but he wasn't flipping packages. He was, <laughs> I mean, he was a he was a customs agent actually. One of them was a customs agent, um, agent, and um, damn, I forget what the what the other one was. One of them was like a computer engineer, like so. You know what I'm saying? Like we talk, we 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 talking about educated. You know what I'm saying? Black men that was doing their thing in the community and, and giving back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, like this, all of the scout masters, you know what I'm saying, were doing their thing. They were on that. Like if you watch like the the Cosby show, the, the Family Matters, they was that kind of of, of 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 black men. You know what I'm saying? As far as on the TV show, not you know, they were like. <laughs> I, I was about to say you. How they all? Yeah. I'm gonna set yourself <laughs> yeah. up there. Yeah. How they you all in the television show? You know what I'm saying? The, the boys. Scout thing is 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 always been a little suspect, you know. what I'm saying a bunch of men and boys sleeping in tents in the woods, roasting the glizzies together. It's it's real mm-hmm. suspect behavior, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. First of all, we ain't never roasted no glizzies. Yeah, was roasting roasting glizzies together. Nah. What's your short shorts and with creases in them? We 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 barely had that at camp because it was more so like if you was cooking, it was probably fish or chicken. Um, unless it was like breakfast, that's, that's, that's about it. Like we didn't really have that. It was not like like I don't know. That's maybe more like TV stuff. Like like so we had marshmallows it. once, but yeah, was know, it? We had like roasted marshmallows before, but that's but not like yeah, it wasn't in the woods. Yeah, it wasn't in the woods. But we're we're raw wieners out, putting them on the stick, roasting them out there. The, <laughs> the ballparks. Now nah, I told listen. The ballpark just that get plumped. The brothers operate differently. The brothers, the brothers operate differently. I don't know how anybody else's troops operate, but the brothers, you know what I'm saying? We operate differently. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, we ain't with none of the, none of the fuck shit. We not with none of that. 
Uh, nah, that's good to hear, bro. Cause that that that'll be yeah. suspect to me even as a kid. Like, yo, why we why we out here? Just why is just the fellas out here? Why is just us? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Now, on some decent though, there's there's I mean, actually you know, a lot for some of people. It does work. Some people play sports. Some people do that. It's it's, it's you get life skills. Oh yeah. Yeah, and there's a, there's a lot of females that are but, in like this uh, scouting community. So like, if you went to like the summer camps. A lot of the staff members was females as well, so it wasn't just like everybody there. Mm. It's like it was like all all male thing. There's a lot of a lot of females there. The only time like if you went away for like a weekend trip, you probably wouldn't see as many just because it's usually just your troop by yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, now there might be like other troops around, but you're not really associating with them. Like it's pretty much like what you're doing amongst uh, your troop, and then if there's like a, a big like flag someone or something like that. You might see those troops, but that though usually it's like just your troop camping. Do you guys have troop beef? Like how how's that work? Like all the troops get along, like we got we get along. I mean everybody up here, we um you know what I'm saying, we get along with because you gotta think and and you'd be surprised, like some of the dudes that was in Boy Scouts would be some of them dudes in the street. You know what I'm saying? It's just like yo, <laughs> at one point in the nineties Everybody moms was putting you in in Boy Scouts. You know what I'm saying? Like they was going around to the schools and whatnot, you know, doing recruiting. So you might it might be some cats that's in your troop that just finished giving somebody a buck fifty on, on, on the street. And our troop anyway. So you a blood you a blood boy scout? You had some, you was, had some, was, some wild boy. No, there was there was there was we had bloods, we had crips in the in the troop, you know what I'm saying? Because you gotta think, all right, so even you just look at me and my brothers in the troop, right? My brother's blood. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? Boy, he might have just he might have just fucked somebody up in the street before right before we got to the troop meeting and then now we had a troop meeting and he had scout uniform. Oh. So, so you, how it was. you mean to tell me them bandanas they wear around their neck actually mean something? <laughs> <laughs> bandanas they be tying around their neck. You got troop the two, uh, badge. Two, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, that's it. But you know what I'm saying? So we now nah, but we was all, we was always cool because even like you would know kids from a lot of the troops in Brooklyn because you go to the same schools or you live in the same neighborhood. So we knew a lot of the kids from the other troops because we all mm-hmm. just like spread out in different areas to Brooklyn. But if I got an aunt in East New York and this kid is over here, you know what I'm saying? I, I fuck with him and he might be in a troop somewhere else. So we knew each other. The only time we got into a situation was when we went to the South and it was like, it's <laughs> just, so it was during summer camp, so we in this um, it's, uh, I think it's called like Camp Camp Powhatan. It was in Virginia, and we get down there. They have like this big like cabin dining hall type of lunch situation. So we get to we in there early. We don't we don't know nothing about this. This is not like our first time being at this uh, campgrounds, and we sitting mm-hmm. down at the table. So this white troop comes up on some, yo, this is our table type of type of shit. So. We looking around like what? Like, cause you know now we we we, we don't tolerate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So but we I mean we still we still boy scouts, so we gotta keep it respectful. But I know, you know, they do have like I guess, you know, sometimes you might have assigned seating for mm-hmm. the, the like the groups that are there, like the troops that are there. They might have been coming to that camp for like let's say the past twenty years and they always sit at that table. So it could be a situation like that. So we was like, you know what? We're not even, you know what I'm saying? We're not even going to take this thing to, to, you know, to no foolishness. 
So we was like, all right, whatever. So we go to a different table. I, we get we get there. We sit down. The scoutmaster walk over. He look at us like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? Like, because I wasn't moving. We yeah. like, well, so we was like, yo, but you ain't saying that. So we ain't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, it could have went down. Like I said, now we're talking about cats that, that was also, you know what I'm saying, getting it in in the street too. Like, not everybody in the Boy Scouts, you know what I'm saying, was, was like a kid that said out of trouble. We had some bad apples. You know, especially and and because we're talking about the heart of Brooklyn, we're talking about Fort Greene, Brooklyn in the nineties. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it was it was it was a wild area because you had the Decepts out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the 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 the, the original Fifty Cent was out there. He was still wilding between. But my, question, but my question to you is: so so you was coming back to the hood with your uniform on though? Like how that was working? No, I didn't ever come back to the hood with my uniform on. <laughs> it was quite no, no. Yeah, we now none of us did that. We like you might you might see the pants. We might not like if we have, but a lot of times we didn't wear the the the, the, the pants. If we was going on a camping trip, we just have jeans on or something with the shirt. So it just we like you come back, all right, jacket's on, let's go, we back in the hood, and then that's it. We go home. So all all the cats in the hood was getting a badge like for carving and Swiss Army knife type shit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they want to know nothing else. Just, just show me how the knife work go. <laughs> yeah, you had the, you had the, you had the wood carving. Um, and then you had the, you had the rifle shooting. No, that was a big big hit. Shotgun shooting. Those was pretty big. Oh, they been they knew how to do that. <laughs> so you know, but we it was it was cool though. Listen, a lot of a lot a, a lot of you know what I'm saying a lot of cats that that y'all know and love are Eagle Scouts, and you probably would never know it. Which is Eagle Scouts like is the highest rank you can get in uh, in Boy Scouts. That's but that's, a lot that's of the question to run down and ask people. That's the question to run down. At. So we were just talking about street business. I mean, we were joking when we were talking about that or whatever. It is it is funny to see how um you know those two worlds collide. However, it does make sense or whatever because you know when when you have parents, they want to keep their kids out of these weird situations or whatever and being in the streets. Um, recently, Jam Master J, uh, uh, the police decided to, to get his uh his killer. Um, if you're a person like ourselves, you know you're around, you know people that are in these these certain situations. This is nothing new to you. Um, and you kind of feel like, I mean, to me, I kind of said to myself, why now? Why, why now did you guys decided to figure out, um, who solved this murder or whatever? However, it still is a good thing. It's some way to uh, gain some closure amongst the family or whatever. But how do you guys feel about that? Um, I mean, on a positive side, it's closure for his family, um, mm-hmm. and closure for his friends, because there were a lot of people, you know, obviously to this, till up until a couple of days ago when the news broke who had questions and wanted to know who, who could have done this to him. Um, but on the other side, you know, we also know that the streets have known this for quite some time. And this was probably a case of somebody snitching um, mm-hmm. to finally bring closure to the case. And then looking at the dude's Instagram, I think that was probably the, the most unfortunate part of it because he was kind of flaunting uh, this so-called relationship with Jam Master Jam, making it seem like they was cool and he was paying homage. And the whole time, he was the killer, bro. You know what I'm saying? You was walking around smiling in all these people's faces and you was responsible for doing that shit. Yeah, that that that, that shit is foul. Um again, I'm glad they got closure. I know um I seen TJ uh had made a statement, his son made a statement in, in regards to it. You know, I hope they get the get the closure. I guess finally these dudes will, you know, pay for their for their crimes. Yeah, but yeah, that you know that, that was foul though. You know what I'm saying? You you sitting up here acting like, you know what I'm saying, you had you had love for this dude. Meanwhile, you know what I'm saying, you did what you did, you know, so 
but I, I'm glad I'm glad it's over. I hate that it takes this long to to do these things. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. We're like, what, what can we do? It's it, but the, but you but you know it's 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 just crazy when you look at the whole grand grand scheme of things. Like I said, we 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 talk about like the streets new or whatever, but like my my thing is like it's always an end game. Like why is it now that you decided to do this almost twenty some odd years later? Um, you know when you know certain you know that that the police have been in certain scrutinies. I think it, it kind of is a layup for them to say, hey, we solved this case, so you can guys kind of fall back a bit or whatever, but. It's, it just, I don't know, like I said, because because we are in these spaces and we know these people, it just always does just seem cut and dry to me. Um, and you brought up, uh, we were talking this week, we were talking about uh, uh, Pop Smoke and Nipsey. Um, and, you, and, you, and you brought up a question. Um, I'll let you uh, 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 bring that up or whatever, but you brought up a question about uh, those two people that, that they passed. Nipsey's birthday just passed recently. Um, happy birthday to Nipsey. Um, but you had a question. I'll let you go ahead and throw that out there. Well, happy C Day to uh to Nip, man. Rest in peace, truly. Um, yeah, now nah, my question was I was I was sitting and I'm thinking, I'm like, damn. I was like, yo, Nipsey, you know, he had it lit in the West and he had just finished putting out a, a crazy project, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, that that would have been, you know what I'm saying, it's like if if he had got to tour with it and all of that. It would have been been even more lit, you know. what I'm saying his his name would have got that much bigger, and then in New York, Absolutely. you know, what I'm saying rest in peace to Pop Smoke. But you had a similar situation where you know what I'm saying like he's putting out work and everybody is fucking with him. And for Pop, it was kind of like the the perfect storm because you know what I'm saying like New York is is there's there's no like one person anymore right now that is like the top person in New York. They kind of was split between like Takashi, A Boogie, Cardi's in, in the mix. But you know what I'm saying? Right now, <laughs> you had, you know, Takashi was in jail for a year, so it wasn't like he was putting out nothing. You know what I'm saying? A Boogie hadn't been put out an album during that time. You know what I'm saying? Cardi is is really just now starting to put um new stuff out. So this was the perfect storm for Pop Smoke to come in and be the, the top um cat in New York, you know, mm-hmm. musically. Yeah, I, I think the path was a lot clearer for Pop, um, especially, you know, once we heard that first full project and it's like, wow, he really has some heat waiting. Yeah. So I think his path was a little clearer because there is no clear cut person in New York. Um, and I hate to, you know, agree with Trip, but we know Takashi is still putting out a lot of music and he still has a large following. Um, Nip, a mm-hmm. little older, a little wiser. It would have... Not to say he wouldn't have been, he, he would have still been legendary, but if he, I don't know if he would have been a clear cut guy out West because we know Rowdy Rich got a crazy wave right now out of LA and Rowdy's younger. So he got that, he got that following that's a little different than what Nip has or had at the time as well. So it would have been, it would have been a little tougher to say Nip would have just been running things in the West um, with Rowdy and then obviously YG still does his thing out there as well. But Nip also Pop, gave Roddy that that look though first, like like he did. Yeah. He when did. you put him on on, on, on that track, YG yeah. is, is great, but I like as far as like sales wise, I don't think he's not he's not there just yet. Right. I mean, but Nip too. Like we fuck with Nip because of our age range and our mentality. Like Nip to the West, mm-hmm. Nip is in that same range where we look at guys like Jada, like Fab, like Pusha T, where they dope to us. 
you know what I'm saying? And it has like a cult-like following for people who love hip hop. But for a lot of younger cats, they don't get into it because to them it's like, oh, it's, it's, it's too, it's, he, he rapping big words that I don't understand. He talking about shit that I don't care about. You know what I'm saying? Rowdy, when you younger and you got that, that following of young kids that just love ratchet shit and they, they, they love that energy, it's easy to just maintain that pace because all you're feeding them is just that one sound. You, you're not trying to be diverse at anything you're doing. Not to say Rowdy doesn't. I'm just saying it's a lot easier. For Pop, yeah. that's why I think it, it was going to open up for Pop, too, because there was nobody else. His voice was so distinct. His his music reminded us a lot of Bobby Smurder <laughs> when Bobby first came out. Um, but but it was more diverse because we saw he got songs with Quavo, with Rowdy, with 50. He was he was diversifying everything. So I think everything yeah. was going to really open up for him in New York and the East Coast. I think Nip being a little older, he was going to kind of have to play more the background of guys like Rod. So now here's why here's why I say Nip would have been able to do that because coming off that crazy project, which was a big project, right now with Nip, it's not even it's not just mm-hmm. the music. It had been everything that he was doing outside of the music that would have combined. It's a movement to that right yeah, community to that next level. So that's why I say Nip would have would have been able Health. to to be pushed into that 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 light to be the number one dude. I, I listen. I, I I agree and I fuck with Nip heavy. I just think that a lot of these younger cats wouldn't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Because even even in times like now, a lot of these younger cats still only want one thing. They're not worried about you know what I'm saying what what they should be doing or how they should be expanding their thinking. It's like, man, if that shit ain't knocking in the club and that shit don't make me feel like I want to go spend a couple racks tonight, I don't want to hear that shit. Yeah. Nah, well, look, rap. they need, they might, rap. they might, they yeah, might need that. Nipsey um, definitely was, um, was, was speaking. He was, what? He was, so they, they might, they might need that Akon uh, mentorship, you know, that he's, he's given to, uh, nah. <laughs> to Kashi <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, listen, I think, I, I, I think with the, but. No, nah, I was gonna say I think I think with the um with him passing in that fifty co sign, he definitely helped out a lot with that situation as well. Um that production and definitely helped out with the second album. Um I I, I don't think I could really say uh, it was it was really clear cut with pop smoke so much or whatever. Like he had had like a definite New York sound. But I definitely think he would have been like a major player, like within the, the younger audience or whatever. We got like he's like we were just talking about Rowdy, Bobby, and a lot of these younger guys that was coming up or whatever. And I think they own they both of that had their own respective lanes or whatever that would have made sense for them. So a lot of stuff that we saw Nipsey doing before he passed away was dope as well. You know, we, he, you know, he was popping out of Rock Nation and stuff. He was doing, you know, Dr. Sebi stuff. You know, him and Lauren was looking real good. It, it was just a lot of a lot of situations. I think with you know with the, the the individual movements that they had, it would definitely would have made sense or whatever. You know, yeah, so yeah, I mean, to deal with, uh, with like Kuma. who's really to say? Yeah, absolutely, which, which absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Who like who? This brand would would have been able to push him in. Nip's brand. Just because mm-hmm. he had so much other stuff, like you said, the stuff with Doctor Sebi, the, the the marathon clothing, which was which was starting to, to get really big, you know, what I'm saying at the time, the the ownership, mm-hmm. and then you know, what I'm saying combined with with the music, and you know, listen, he, he's with Lauren London, you know, what I'm saying, so that also <clears throat> factors factors into it, because then you become a little power couple, you know, what I'm saying as as y'all continue to grow and, and continue to work. Absolutely, yo. So you mentioned Power Couple, the sheriff down in um, Duval County, Florida. 
Uh, Charlemagne likes to say the people in the Bronx and Florida is the craziest people. However, <laughs> I feel like Florida be wilding a little bit more. Now, I was a sheriff down in Florida by the name of Daryl Daniels, and, and, and you always got to be wary of people that can have two first names. All right, that's number one. Number two, you a black man and you had an issue with the Black Lives Matter protesters. All right, that's number two. All right, and we already know about the uh, stuff that happened down in Florida with the uh, with Bush the second time around. All right, that's, we just got to be wary of this. Now, this particular uh, 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 sheriff um, had been having a, uh, a he had a mistress for, for about six years. The mistress, I guess, uh, something happened. He didn't like it. Uh, he had the people from his um, actual uh, station uh, look up the uh, her boyfriend's background, and he had them uh, destroy the phone, um, destroy some other documents and stuff like that, so that he would get in trouble or whatever. Now, this seems nothing is funny, and, and let me let me jump in here real quick before we start to get into our shit. It's crazy how. You arrested him before you arrested the officers that killed Breonna Taylor. Let me just throw that out there real quick. But back to what I was saying, he had a mistress for six years. He got caught out there. He was running the records and all that other stuff or whatever. And now he got caught and now he's in jail and facing charges or whatever the case may be. And and she also was working for the Duval County Court. So she was a, a, work, a co-worker of his or whatever. Did y'all hear about that? Initially, actually, I didn't. I had to. When you had mentioned it in the group chat, I had to look it up because I'm like, "What the fuck caused mm-hmm. that to happen?" Um, I just think it's wild on all accounts, bro. Like you would put your career on the line uh, for the side pussy. Like, there's other ways to just, you know, what I'm saying, move on from the relationship, bro. You know, you trying to have her arrested and tampering with evidence. Now he's had to turn himself in. He's facing charges. The governor uh, yep. obviously stripped him of his title. His wife filed for divorce mm-hmm. now. So it's like, you done brought shame on a family. You ruined your own career. And you, you might have to sit in a cell for a little bit too at the same time. And I, I would yeah. hope for, for, your, for your safety, you're not around anybody that you might have uh, falsely imprisoned yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen, man, he got, he got to get packed up. Get him out of here. You got to get him out of here all the way out of here. Like, <laughs> yeah, listen, man. I, I I hate when, when when people, you know what I'm saying, do well for themselves and then fuck it up with some dumb shit. Like, we mm-hmm. we got to do better, man. Like, it, it, it's just sad. Like, why would you go through that much trouble to, to distance yourself from, from this chick? Like, you're really bugging. Like, you threw your whole well, life away. Well, I don't even... I don't know if it was him distancing. I think it might. See, he, this had been going on for six years, so obviously he wanted to bury it and he didn't want to get caught. However, he did. Yeah, he get wanted caught. to distance it from uh-huh. himself. He wanted to put the space in between, and nobody yeah. know about the shit, and like it wouldn't happen. Mm-hmm. But like you, like you threw your whole career away to do that. Like you could have did that without giving up everything. Yeah. Well, like, well, we we, we, just, we were just talking about like, earlier. We were just talking earlier about how your old boy was in the um in, in training camp. We obviously see a lot of times that you know for a lot of us guys that's, the, that's that ends up being a weakness. You know what I mean? That you side joint and you know and and it's nuts. Regardless of how much money you have, whatever that side joint be the weakness a lot of times, and it's nuts. So you saying that ain't that ain't happening to you, you sheriff down in Florida? Uh, pussy be pussy be the downfall of a lot of dudes, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Straighten up and fly right, brothers. Yeah. Um, Do not let it be your downfall. Right. So, 
Did y'all, um, so you know, uh, Cuba Gooden was a nasty boy. Um, and uh, he's, he's currently uh, in trial. Uh, he's been going back and well, he still is in Manhattan or whatever. So he in New York or whatever. He looking crazy or whatever. He was out like, kissing girls in the mouth and stuff like that. You know, the, the, the usual Cuba good and stuff. Um, but but I want to ask you before I even say it, did you hear about what his um, lawyer tried to uh, actually throw out there as uh, in defense to why uh, some of the women would, I guess, accuse him? Well, then he tried to say it was something along the lines of he, he, he's not attracted to women with small breasts or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so he basically try to make they make try to make it seem as though women with smaller breasts have lower self esteem, and because they have lower self esteem, um, they would accuse him of it. And this came from breasts, a, I guess though. a claim or somebody something that somebody had said. But yo, <laughs> I'm just saying, like women, I thought because I've yeah. always known women with, with with fat asses and small breasts, they still have a high self esteem. Like I, they be real confident. You know what I'm saying? Like, so is he saying small breasts, head no ass, or what, like, what is he, I'm trying, like, I want to be clear on what exactly, what exactly he, 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 he just, he just, he just, he, he ain't go for the, he ain't go for the, for the, uh, for the fatty. He just went, he just went for the chest. And, and I just, I always kind of like felt the way about lawyers from time to time because their arguments kind of just seem real ludicrous or whatever the case may be. But this right here was like a real stretch, bro. Like you really bought, you came out of nowhere and said that women, I guess women with smaller breasts, um, they don't have the confidence to actually, I guess, feel good about themselves. So they would actually accuse somebody of doing this. When your man's on camera for being nasty and people have seen him being nasty, like. This shit is the stupidest defense I've ever heard. It's the, it's the stupidest defense I've ever heard. Like. If you if you Cuba good and, and I'm paying you to defend me and you telling me this is the defense, get the fuck out. Get out now. <laughs> I could defend myself if this is your strategy. A small breast defense. <laughs> if this is your fucking strategy, I could defend myself. Yo. And I'm sure he got money, like yo, he got he got money, so you gotta be able to hire the best of the best. <laughs> so the only thing only thing that make but make need, that but needless to say. Gas, John, go ahead. No, 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 no. I was, well, I was gonna say, well, needless to say, never mind the fact that the 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 movement we got going on now, say her name, uh, me too, and stuff like that. That that's what you come up with. It's the best thing you can come up with, and if you're gonna say some shit like that, you got to carry the stupidity all the way through. You need to bring in some so-called experts who can confirm that women with small breasts. You know what I'm saying? Have less self-esteem. You better go all the way. Don't just throw that stupid ass comment out there and then make it seem like we know that to be true. Like, no, we don't, motherfucker. That is not, it's not a fact. Exactly. exactly. You got to think, but breast size is relevant. Anyway, it's all relative because what you might think is a small breast, what? I might not think it's a small breast. <laughs> right. So it's all relative. <clears throat> right. That's how you feel you about the chickens, too? You telling me a you telling me a joint you telling me a shirt you might have small breasts but got a fat ass and a pretty face she got self confidence issues. <laughs> oh, exactly. Man. I don't I don't you know personally I might not feel the same way as you on that one. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think so. You know if I, I'm mm -hmm. better I think it's a I think it's an individual thing. You know what I'm saying? Now could that particular chick with small breasts you know what I'm saying have had low self esteem? It's possible, but we don't know that for sure. We don't know what the rest of her body situation was. Right. And, and we also know Erica is not going to stop ordering that side breast when you go to the chicken spot. Never. <laughs> never. Never. 
That's the best one. <laughs> that's one. What the fuck is you talking about? Well, yeah. I mean, do you want a center breast? Like, you might want. You got. I do. I like. The, I like the large. I mean, it don't really matter though. The breast is the breast, man. You know, whatever, 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 <laughs> whatever works, whatever works. Tasha, this couple not even. You're not even denying that he know the women. He's not even denying that he know the women. He just trying Yo. to make it seem like I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. You know what I'm saying? And they making this up. Nah, bro. You're a nasty man, and we seen you multiple <laughs> times doing stuff. We done heard stories, and that's it for you, like. And, and and once again, you are gonna go to jail before Brianna Brianna uh, Taylor's killers. All right, how about that's, that? That's how another fact. That? How about that? But anyway, so yeah, so uh, do y'all know? Are there any kids still playing Fortnite out here? Yeah, cause they're making money. They're not. They're getting that paper now. Now, now, recently Fortnite. Um, uh they they basically try to get rid of the middleman and the middleman being uh the app stores uh what they did was they uh basically brought in a, a different uh way to bring in commerce to where they don't have to uh go through the app stores now uh apple and google didn't like that so what ended up happening was they actually ended up taking the actual um app off of the actual market itself now we know how popular the game was uh last year alone the app, the Apple App Store made fifty billion dollars off of um off of the App Store itself. So for you for you to take the actual game off of there, um, uh, Amazon to do that because I think Amazon had enough uh, clout to actually come uh, get around um, having to uh, do upgrades within the app and having to go through the App Store or whatever. Uh, now when people put the, uh, the their games on these apps, these app stores or whatever, the market. They have to pay them thirty percent of the actual games. Um, uh, it, 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 it's just crazy how these companies, a lot of these companies, they really monopolize on uh, uh, these everyday things that we use or whatever. But uh, fifty billion dollars is a lot of money, and when you get in thirty percent and people are spending so much money, like it, it's nuts. Like where you guys at with that? I mean, listen, you 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 gotta pay for that. You want that that plug? You gotta pay for that plug. That's what it costs. To, you know what I'm saying? Like. You got to think, every, you know what I'm saying, person, let's just say in the world, right? So you either have an Android phone or you have an iPhone. I'm not going to say every person in, in, in the country or, or the world or whatever, but, but the majority of people, you know what I'm saying, this day and age have cell phones. And it's either an iPhone or an Android. And you want access to those millions of people that own those phones. So you got to pay the cost to be the boss. It's simple. But do you not feel like it's a monopoly, though? You don't. No, you don't feel like it's a monopoly, monopoly. though. I mean, when you gotta go through those, those. Uh... It can't be because you got two different companies. You got Google, which is you know what I'm saying, which mm -hmm. is with Android, and you got iPhone. So it would only be a monopoly if it was just iPhone. There was no other type of phone in the world with just monopoly. But you got apps on dead in every phone, so it can't be a monopoly. That's, that's all these different companies. Right. And yeah, it ain't a monopoly. And you you know what I'm saying? You you want to be included. You got to pay. You got to pay to get in the, into that club. So it is what it is. It's business. Yeah. You know, everybody ain't going to like it. It ain't going to be for everybody, but that's part of the business. Yeah. And if you try to go around, they could just block you out. Oh, oh so you don't want to go to our app store? Then we won't have Fortnite. Won't be, mm. You won't be able to play Fortnite on Android or iPhone. What? It's what it is. <laughs> 
What are you gonna say? What well, are you gonna say? Well, a huge part, a huge part of the argument was, um, you know, like once you initially buy the game, that's that. But you, but you know, within these games, there's like upgrades and stuff like that. So with the upgrades, they will actually find a ways for the money to go straight to them versus have an actual middleman. Um, when I really saw this article, I was looking it up, and I thought it was funny because we all had game systems for years, and we'll still play games. Back in the day when uh, you had to physically go to the store and get the game, these companies weren't making that much money off of these games. Whereas now, when you just download the games, they make the money right off the bat. Like, they, like you're not worrying about a physical or whatever, because once you, you got you to make a physical, you got to make a, you got to make a, a box, you got to make this, you got to make that. Like, so the, the, the whole video gaming industry and, and these apps and stuff like that has, like, has changed so much that it's, it's so much money in there. And I can't even blame them for saying, like, listen, man, like, it, it is what it is. But so once they actually took them off the market, they had a 65-page uh, lawsuit that they was just waiting for them to, 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 to release. So they was waiting for that. They was waiting for that. It, it the, game, the game has changed, um, like you said, from when we were younger. It's, you know, direct to consumer. But that's, that's how the evolution of, of it all works, man. That's a fact. Did you guys, uh, you know, anybody that watches sports? Sweetie Pie show? No. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I wasn't too familiar with it either. But anyways, they had a show. They had a show on TV. The uncle on the show tried to get his nephew killed. Well, he killed his nephew, as a matter of fact, in 2016. He opened it up. He opened up an insurance policy uh, for 2014, two years prior, for 450k for his nephew. Uh, once uh, his nephew was killed, he uh, I think he took nine thousand and sent it somewhere, or whatever the case may be, and it was nuts. I was like, yo, the, that, that's the price of uh, I don't, and I, I think I might have heard that they had like some financial issues or something like that. But I was like, I don't think money is ever that important that I'm gonna kill a family member over, let alone my nephew. Just somebody, period. Like it, it was just nasty to me. Yeah, it's a nasty I, business, man. I'm not, I'm not risking prison time for it, like. Listen, man. Like I, I don't, I don't know where the situation was, but I'm not about to put up. I mean, the the insurance fraud alone is 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 one thing, but now I'm about to add a body on top mm. of, of of the shit I'm doing. Nah, I'm I'm good. I like my freedom. Yeah, it ain't it ain't it ain't never worth that. We know know that for a fact, man. But you know, sometimes these people out here they get involved with the wrong people and they owe money to the wrong people, and they make these uh drastic decisions man it's unfortunate that it had to be a family member of his yeah real nasty eric you down there you down in the dmv area the uh they're not even the redskins no more they're the football club it's not like a soccer team right they got that's actually the vibe that's the cast that's down here actually they don't mind it because they said that it, it gives it like a soccer club vibe okay you know because we, we have the New York the New York City football team, with, uh, which is a team that plays in the Yankee, in Yankee Stadium. Now, I say that to say they, uh, the Red, the, they're not even the Redskins, but I'm so used to saying the Redskins. They got their first uh, – they got a, a black president. Um, he's a former player. He's in his late 30s or whatever, which is an amazing thing. Um, you know, we were talking about ownership. We were talking about uh, uh, owners and uh, presidents and getting people of color in these positions or whatever. Like, what was the first thing that came to mind when you guys heard about this? First thing that came to my mind was why the first brother got to get one of the shittiest jobs in football. Because that situation is fucked all the way around, from the top mm -hmm. to the fucking bottom. 
They, the, the team is not that good. You know what I'm saying? The, the management, the ownership, mm. the name, like it's one of the worst situations that you could have, have came into as a brother when you know that they don't give us chances like that anyway. So what they gonna do when they keep losing? They just gonna get fired and be like, "Well, yeah, yo, we gave we gave his brother a chance. See what happened? He couldn't turn it around." Where the the realist in me hopes this isn't just a token hire. Um, as Tripp said, you know, you got the black president coming into a, a organization that's dealing with a lot of bullshit right now. Um, sexual scandals. Obviously, they didn't want to change the name of the organization. Um, you know, they got a mm-hmm. black president. They've got a Hispanic head coach, which. On the surface, we take it as a small victory, and we hope at least a big, big and better right. thing. Right. You know, that's what I said. We got to take it as that. We hope at least a big and better things, man. And I hope it isn't a token hiring because this team is rebuilding. So I hope he's given a, a legitimate opportunity to be the president and give him a full five years to try to turn this thing around the same way you would if it was a white president. You know what I'm saying? Don't just have him in there for a year or two and then get rid of him if it don't yeah. turn turn out quickly. Yeah. I, now I got I got to root for these cats <laughs> because. I got to root for them. I don't know about rooting for them, but I'm just no, saying. I, like, I, no, I, I, like I kind of have to. Like I have to want them to do well because if you put the first brother in there, in a situation where it's it's kind, you know, what I'm saying, like it's if you get in there and you win in in five years and you can rebuild the team and and change everything around, that that's that's great. But there's probably a bigger chance that he's not going to be able to do that in five years if he even gets five years. Right. I mean, you ain't got you ain't got to root for him right now because what's on the team ain't had nothing to do with him. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Everything that's on the team was prior to him taking over. But you hope that he gets an opportunity to show his knowledge of scouting in the game. You know what I'm saying. And over the next couple that's drafts, right. you hope they they hit on some good picks. And maybe they might not be a Super Bowl contender in five years, but if they're a team that can legitimately go nine and seven, ten and six, and be competitive, then it looks good on him because it shows that he was able to to bring in a, the right talent. Yeah, absolutely. How how big is it for him to be uh, him being a former player, him being as young as he is uh, in this type of situation? Because a lot of times you get these people that are like older, out of touch, they never were athletic. Um, like like how big how big of a factor is that for this uh, particular situation? I think I think it's very important because we know that the president, general manager, and the head coach kind of got to be all aligned. They got to be on the same page. So. Ron Rivera, who was a former player, now you got a president who was a former player. They're going to understand their their unit of guys better than anybody else could. Um, I also think it's, it's great during this time of what that organization is going through, because through all these sexual um, misconducts and, and sexual assault allegations that's going on, I think you need somebody who is, who is a former player to make sure everybody stays in line now and remind them that, yo, you here to do a fucking job, bro. You're not here to fuck around. You're not here to be chasing no bitches. Do your fucking job. And oh, and on top of that, they got the the um the Darius uh, uh Gooch Gooch or whatever this situation where he's being accused mm, of, of Dar- Darius guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you also got that. It's like damn. Well, they bro, cut him. Good. They cut him. They they got yeah, rid of. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and, and rightfully so, because. On one hand, he he a guy that's always injured, and he rarely plays for them anyway. And then you gonna come out here and, and catch, you know, what I'm saying a domestic violence case during everything yeah. that's going on right now. Yeah, so he he definitely yeah, is dealing with a lot. Yeah, that's a nasty situation all the way around. So DC, we are gonna stick with DC for a minute. We got the Democratic National Convention going on right now. 
Um, uh, you guys saw uh, Michelle went in, and it's funny to me. Um, Michelle's message wasn't anything that we haven't reiterated before, but it was just coming from a different individual. Uh, she pretty much kept it short and simple, um, and, and she and she ended it with uh, "It is what it is." Like your boy uh, Trump uh, be, uh, told everybody um, during the pandemic, "It is what it is." Uh, drink some bleach, rub it on your body, or whatever the hell he told people to do. Um, but uh, I know, I know, I know uh, a lot of our mothers and a lot of older people, and other, uh, they had some things to say. But what, what's some what's some stuff you heard from the little birdies out there about uh, about this and whatever? It's, it's actually going on right now. And it's ending on the twentieth. But what have you guys heard about that? Shout out to, to Michelle Obama. Um, another uh, another great speech. Shout out to um, um, I'm, I'm mad. I'm, I'm missing her, her name right now. Alexandra uh, Ocasio Cortez. Shout out to her. She was able to speak. Mm -hmm. You know, like I, I'm. I'm she so, went to, from the Bronx. Yeah, I'm so supportive of her. You know what I'm saying? Just because, like, literally walking distance. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's right here. Mm -hmm. I'm still, I'm, I'm, what she's been able to accomplish. I was glad that she got a chance to, to speak up there. Um, I got, I got to say this, you know, I, like I was talking to somebody earlier, and I feel like because, you know, what I'm saying Kamala Harris is a black woman, you know, what I'm saying like mm -hmm. I just, I feel, I feel like now I'm gonna take it more personal and be more defensive. When you start to throw shots at her, because I'm, a, I'm like it's, it's starting starting to make me feel like, yo, yeah, nah, you're yeah, not gonna be you saw those shirts they were selling on Amazon on these black women. The they had some, some shirts that they were selling. On, they had some shirts they were selling on Amazon. Uh, they took them down, but they said Joe and, and uh, Ho, something like that, like yeah, you know, yeah, Joe yeah, and yeah. Ho or something like that. Yeah. So I, I'm starting like like I'm I'm being real defensive and I'm like you know so I've been starting to do my homework on her and just see what she's about. But like I, I'm gonna naturally I'm getting defensive like yo like nah you're not about to shit on this black woman up here like especially mm -hmm. you know you know how Trump is you know what I'm saying yeah. you know he going he going he talk crazy and then just the whole political thing is always shit talking about about everybody. But now it's like yo now you nah I'm not I can't stand you out here shitting on this sister like this because then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna feel a certain way about that. So it's gonna be annoying until this whole election process is over. Just because I know mm -hmm. politicians are disgusting, you know what I'm saying? Especially how they how they speak to to women, you know what I'm saying? Again, you know, Cortez, she was just talking a couple of weeks ago about the the, the politician that called her a bitch. Mm -hmm. Like, this what we outside doing this time we talking to, to females now. Nah, you talk to, to your peoples like that. Don't talk to these these you know what I'm saying black black and brown women disrespecting them. I feel a certain, a certain type of way about that. Yeah, man. I I was actually watching last night when they had the selection. I I came away from it like just feeling like this is probably gonna be the ugliest um election process we've ever seen, man. Um with the amount of dirt we know that's on mm -hmm. Trump, with the amount of dirt that's on Biden Biden, um, with the amount of dirt that Camilla Harris brings into the situation because she's she's not unanimously liked either. Yeah. Um and then this whole Jeffrey Epstein yeah. Kind of hanging over the whole trial as well. I mean, mm -hmm. over the whole um, election as well. It, it's going to be ugly, man. And I will say this: as Trip mentioned, man, in regards to uh, Kamala Harris, is I think it's a little disgusting, man, that we're seeing so many black and brown people with such a negative perception of her. I know we not we not just supposed to 
unite just because you black or brown. I get that. But it just amazes me that like yeah. when it's a white individual, we, we don't, for some reason, we don't do our due diligence. We don't do our research. We don't dig up no dirt on them. But when it's our own people, it's like, oh, why would I vote for it? Like, yeah, yeah, so out, outwardly negative about it. And my thing is like, all right, we understand, as, as, as Tripp said too, politicians, it's, it's a dirty business. They slimy to the motherfucker. But if these mm-hmm. are my two options, there's no way that you could tell me Trump is the right option. There's no way. We, yeah. we've, seen that. we've seen that movie for the last three and a half, almost four years. So there's no mm-hmm. way you could tell me that is the better option. And so for people yeah. of color who are sitting here and trying to shit on Ms. Harris, it's kind of like, bro, then what are y'all expecting? Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you going to shit on her and, and, and what? And then try to convince people that they should be voting for Trump then? Like, I yeah. just don't get, I don't get the objective in that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, that's a fact, bro. I don't get yeah, the objective in that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, when you, when you when you like you said, like you just said, like you know, when you, when you when you're looking at the cards that you have dealt, you got to deal with those. You know what I mean? Right. Like I, like Biden Biden knows who he is. He knows how old he is. He knows how he, he misspeaks and he knows what he's done or whatever. So this is really a chess move at the end of the day. Camilla Harris definitely, um, I, you know, I feel like she'll be a, a good enough candidate. Um, a record-breaking situation, you know. He 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 served under the first black president. Uh, for him to potentially have the first uh, woman uh, minority black uh, VP would, would be amazing as well. Um, it's it's just a dirty, 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 dirty game. Um, we've been in quarantine, and a lot of us have been ordering packages. It seems like Amazon works super, super fast. Amazon works differently, anyways. We were just talking about how Amazon was in the app market, and they didn't have to pay the middleman or whatever. So they they work fine. Now, however, the USPS, your United Postal Service. Uh, since the beginning of the year, they've been having some issues. Now, we know this is an election year, and we were just talking about Trump and talking about everything that's going on. We know he just also said that, well, uh, that he wanted to possibly try to push the election back. Now, um, a lot of people have been complaining about mail delays. Uh, and what's been going on, apparently, they've been uh, discarding some machines, and they've also been telling people to sort certain pieces of mail. So when you're talking about sorting certain pieces of mail, when you're looking at uh, primaries and stuff like that, it looks real, real, real fishy or whatever. Um, have you guys experienced any, any, uh, I guess, delays in uh, trying to receive any pieces of mail? I have. I've been, I've been experiencing delays. I mean, I, I kind of chalked it up to the quarantine. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Trump does such a great job of distracting us. You know what I'm saying? From like what's really going on. We forget like, Again, we're talking about another outrageous thing he said and wanting to delay the election. When are we going to get to this impeachment, bro? Like, how are you, al- how are you allowed to run again for presidency when you ha- you still waiting to be impeached? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because you got the complexion for the protection. I'm, I'm saying <laughs> he over here talking about NBA bubbles. He's talking about mail. He's he talking about mm-hmm. uh, shutting down TikTok. You yep. still ain't provided them tax documents. You nope. still you to be impeached. Like, my nigga, when we gonna get to, to those things? Can can we address those before we even let you run for re-election? Right. Not. No. <laughs> you got to not, not, I never. 
I mean, but you also got to consider who's he, who he's aligned with or whatever. We were just talking about Jeffrey Epstein. We, we you know that uh, he's he's declared bankruptcy a ton of times or whatever. So a lot of these these same people that are backing or whatever are probably some of these the wealthier people or whatever. Um, when you do get certain people in positions of power that are black and brown, what what. I think what also ends up happening is those smear campaigns and a lot of the information just happens to get out there a whole lot more than, than it would be with, a, with one of your white white counterparts or whatever. Um, it's, it's a dirty game. And then it's crazy because, you know, at one point they were saying do, to do the absentee balance. Now they're like, don't do the absentee balance. And he's even saying don't do the absentee balance. So it seems like he almost kind of like stopped the whole thing, but then he realized and this is messing him up too. He's going to do anything and everything in his power to to try to steal a second election, um, we are we already know that this is tactic after tactic, distraction after distraction. We we know what it is, you know what I'm saying. And you know the only way around it, listen, you just gotta make sure you vote. Like I'm I'm going to the polls to to vote. I'm gonna just go first thing in the morning, early, get in, get out, and that's gonna be it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not even about to play this game. That's a fact, like, right? Oh. Nah, this is a fact. Like we, we gotta make that effort to be there, be there early, get it done. Um, don't allow anything to sidetrack us from from this. Cause they he gonna keep trying to throw hurdles out in front of people. Make no mistake, bro. He's gonna continue to try to throw more and more hurdles. Don't be fooled. We know Congress could not come to terms on COVID relief and then he signed an executive order. And then of course, you know, he gonna delay that cause he gonna want his name on the checks again. Yeah. He gonna do everything that, to try to deflect from what's really going on to just keep the attention in a positive light as opposed mm -hmm. to letting us really yeah. know what's going on leading up to the election. This is true. This is true. Like we we uh we worked the election, so we we understand how important it is. Um, we have older siblings, uh, not siblings, but older relatives, so we know that uh they lived in different decades, different eras when when things haven't been so fine. Shit, things are not fine now. However, things are a little bit different. We were talking before. You know, Anthony's grandmother is one hundred and three, so she definitely knows what it's like to. She, she's been here for long enough to see how fucked up this place could be. Um, uh, I want to I want to uh, circle back real quick uh, to some stuff we were talking about uh, Skip Bayless and all that beefing with um with uh, Damian Lillard earlier. Apparently, he had beef with uh, 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 Jamil Jamil uh, Jamil Hill, and her and uh, Carrie Champion have a show now on the Vice Network. Um, I think it's a dope a dope idea, two big personalities, two big smart uh, individuals or whatever. I was, uh, Jamil Hill, she's, you know, she hasn't been on TV uh, for, I guess for a few months or for a year now, however she hasn't been on there. But um, this is a real big thing. Uh, and she also was talking about how when she was on First Take, how uh, she was pretty much more or less supposed to be like a scene I heard. Um, do you guys think that that was like, I, I kind of don't think that was a far-fetched thing or whatever. I know we spoke about this earlier. No, I don't think it's far-fetched to say that, that could happen because if that's what the studio wants, that's what the studio wants. You know, listen, the to tokens aren't just the black people that you got planted in certain places so you can say you got the, the black person that's also a woman. It can be also be, be tokens. Mm -hmm. You're talking about two minority women, two black women. Uh, shout out to them, first of all, for, for getting their show. I think they're like best friends, too. Um, you know, so I, lo I love both of them, and I'm saying I got a lot of respect yeah. for them. They definitely mm. do, do their thing and they, and they know their stuff, you know, so shout out to them for that. But yeah, I could definitely see that. Of course, why? I, that's not hard to believe that 
they didn't want the the, the woman because the, the woman is on the on the show is usually there as the mediator anyway. So she might give her a little dibs and dabs there, but it's really the show is about Stephen A. and 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 Max Kellerman now. The same way Undisputed is about mm-hmm. hearing from Skip and Shannon because those are the experts. She's you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying the the the, the woman host is usually there more so as a mediator to toss the topics out to kind of make the transactions go through if they're taking too long on the subject. You know what I'm saying? So I could I could see it happening. Yeah, absolutely. I I think it's one thousand percent correct. Um, because I remember when Carrie Champion stepped away from uh first take and she had transitioned over to the primetime sports center slot doing a six PM sports center and she had openly said she wanted to have a larger voice within the company. And so being on a six o'clock sports center where you're actually conducting live interviews with, with players or actors, or entertainers, um, having segments written up for you gave her more of the platform that she was looking for, which ultimately led to her and Jamil Hill having their show together. So I don't doubt it. I, I think the most disturbing part of it was that Skip would like, uh, as Jamil Hill said, write an email and kind of like try to scold her about standing up for Carrie Champion. Like at the end of the day, we all in the business together. I'm, I can't be mad at you for speaking up for your friend. You know what I'm saying? Vice versa. Mm-hmm. If if Anthony's doing something or you're doing something, Sean, and, and we're all working the same industry, but I'm not on set that day and I feel somebody came at you sideways, I'm going to step up for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, nah, nah, you ain't going to come at my mans like that. So I, I don't see what the big deal was. And I think Jamil Hill is very underrated. She does not get enough credit for what she has done for sports entertainment because people forget her and Michael Smith, when they did his and hers, like that was very, that was like new. That was groundbreaking what they were doing because there was no other show where a man and a woman were solely debating each other. They had no mediate. It was just them two. Uh-huh. And set things up for them to host the 6 p.m. Uh, sports center. And that changed the game for, for ESPN with all the pop culture references. They used to always use Key and Peele references and anything that was popping within pop culture. Yeah. So he doesn't get enough yep. credit for what she did as well um, to kind of push the culture forward and push the sports narrative forward because she made it cool for a lot of people who didn't watch Sports Center. Mm, true. Yeah, because she she was they were there they were extensions of that of that uh oh, damn I can't think of his name right now he passed away uh uh uh, uh with the with the same and everything uh, shit. What's his name? What's his name? Stuart Scott. Yes, yeah. They, they, you know, they were extension of, of of the Stuart Scotts, uh, all those type of commentators. Um, and they were something good to look at as well. So it's like they were brains, beauty, and they knew about sports. The show that they have, they're talking about. Um, they're not just talking about sports. They're talking about it's, it's about sports and more. And I think that's a, a great thing as well. So they kind of do a lot of stuff that's aligned with what we do, whereas we don't just ter- primarily. Uh, deal with um actual sports itself because the, a lot of these issues are uh, very much intertwined when we're looking at the actual social issues uh you know uh, domestic abuse all these things these things are they're intertwined like uh, nowadays these athletes and uh, entertainers they can't escape being um i guess scrutinized and getting in trouble because of who they are or whatever so you know by them being of the culture and um i i, I think that the, uh you know another part of it as well they understand their worth so they know who they are you know, so when you understand your worth and you know who you are as an individual, and you know what you bring to that company. Um, a lot of places don't necessarily like that. I, I also thought it was weird because I've been in actual work situations where, um, or been around uh, work situations where I feel like people sometimes they like to, uh, 
elevate the individuals that don't um, necessarily speak up for themselves as much. So them being, um, you know, looking out for one another, which is a, is a great thing, is, you know, it's amazing. Um, I was kind of interested in, in hearing what uh, Stephen A. had to say, because Stephen A. has a lot to say about a lot of things. And he mentioned that uh, I guess he had said something about uh, abuse or something like that um, in the past, and she had to step in or whatever. So, you know, the, that, that woman's voice is very uh, important. But, um, you know, the same way we, we say with other things, Stephen A. was on that show, too. So we got to, you know, we want to hear what you got to say about that situation. I mean, I, I don't know if we ever going to hear uh, Stephen A.'s take on it. What I, I remember the time they were referencing because I think that was regarding the Ray Rice situation, and Stephen A. had um, okay. Stephen A. had like he commented on it, and he towards the end of his comment he also said we also need to be mindful of women who antagonize and then lead to the abuse. And he caught like a bunch mm. of backlash because everybody yeah. was like, oh, and women looking to get beat, yada, yada, yada. And as Jamil was saying, with Carrie sitting right there, yeah. that would have been a perfect opportunity to allow her to express herself and give a voice to the topic so that you won't have to, you would never have to deal mm. with the backlash from the outside people because you would have had a woman right there who would have been standing up for women. But ESPN didn't want that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I've heard in the past too, with Trip, I think you and I spoke about this before. Because I did hear in the past that one of the reasons Skip left the show was because Skip is a control freak. You know what I'm saying? He, from mm -hmm. everything I've read and heard, he was the actual creator of the show, the idea, I should say, anyway. He had the idea first, and then ESPN... Yeah, Stephen A to come on. Right, they wanted Stephen A, because Stephen A was already a star within, you know, sports world. But Stephen A's, mm -hmm. from that point, Stephen A skyrocketed. His celebrity went to a whole nother level and Skip always became like the Robin to him. And I guess Skip didn't like it. You know, Skip looked at it like I came up with the idea. I should be the one y'all pushing. I should be the one y'all promoting. But Stephen A just took off. Yeah. Well, listen, and that's, it'd be that way sometimes. Like, you can't help it if he had that star power. You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you want him to do? Like, this is, he, he's doing his job. He's just very, doing it very well. So, you know what I'm saying? You can't be mad at Stephen A for that. But I mean, they're talking about Skip might be leaving again, um, in in September. I think he's going. Or, but he old though. He he up there. He's up there though. Well, also, well, they, they're talking about because the uh the, the zone, the, the the company that's doing all the boxing fights now. They're heavy in the boxing game. They're mm -hmm. talking about um doing something with with, with Skip. That, like I was reading about that a couple of days ago. So, like I don't know if he's gonna. Oh, he comes from Max Kellerman. He can't fuck with Max. He well, not, 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 in, not in boxing. I don't box. Yeah, I'm sure if he goes there, it'll be like with a, a some kind of a, of a talk show or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like where everything is just getting streamed. Um, but no, he's not gonna go there just to talk boxing. But, did, but even on Undisputed, you you see how uh, uh, Shannon Sharp's personality is taking over a lot on that show. Yeah. You know, like he he. he he, he's he's an older guy. He uh, I guess tries to show his um you know his connection. Yeah, he, he tries to show his connection. You know, he's in the sneakers and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, the audience are going to be attracted to what they're attracted to. I remember once upon a time when we used to watch sports. These um particular um I guess commentators or whatever they would never really tell you the teams or the players that they like if you if you really really remember. Like yeah. as as time progressed, you know they 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 you know they got a little bit more personal and started telling you um you know about the players they like and stuff like that and 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 in the face of broadcasting actually changed. He's from a different era in time. I mean he 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 speaks up a little bit more and that's fine, but he's from a different era. You know when he ran into Jalen, 
Jalen gave it to him or whatever. <laughs> he's not yeah. used to those type of guys. So it's like he's, he's fighting a young man's game right now. So did Richard Sherman. Yep. I think. I yep. think. Um, Even in Dane recently. Yeah. I think. See, the, the, difference, the difference in styles is that you could, you could root for a guy or you could like a particular player without being disrespectful to another player. I think that's where Skip doesn't understand how to yeah. draw the line. Like, Shannon, because Shannon, we know Shannon loves LeBron. And Shannon might crack a joke about somebody else having a bad game. Mm. But Shannon isn't being disrespectful to the other player. But Skip crosses that line too many times where he'll constantly drive home the point of, this guy's overrated and he thinks he's such and such. And at the end of the day, to these guys who are on the field, they're like, motherfucker, you never played. Like, yeah. how the fuck are you going to tell me what I think of myself when you never suited up yourself? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like uh, like you said, Dame gave it to him. Jalen brought out his high school stats and really fucked Skip up. When he, when he was like, yo, you averaged two point some points a game. Yeah, he caught a crazy plea. He caught the plea. Oh, yeah. Goodness. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, you couldn't even average 10 points a game in high school. And you talking to me when I was in the league averaging 15 to 20. Get yeah. the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? You know, so he, he killed that him with that Yeah, he killed him with that shit. Chris Bosh, everybody forever coming at him. And I felt what Bosh was saying because it's like, yo, bro, like, it's not even like you shitting on my first name. You shitting on my family's name. Anytime you, you try to sit up here and call me Bosh, yeah. that's my family's name you shitting on right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you don't get about yeah. that, bro? Yeah, he... He he fucked that up. Um, he, he fucks up a lot of relationships, I think. But you know, if he gets the dribble with the zone, that's cool. I think one of the things we're really seeing right now um, in entertainment, not just sports, is all these other outlier networks that are starting to crush the major networks. Because when you see yeah. a dude like Deion Sanders leave NFL Network to go to Barstool, like that's a major move, bro. Because that's where he went. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. got money. Yeah, that's talk about that's it, talk a about major it. that's a major move. Um, and David Poitnoy, who's who's the pre- president and the creator over there, he said he want Barkley next. He want to bring Barkley over there. So mm-hmm. when we starting to see like these guys that are leaving major known entities, um, not to say Barstool is struggling because Barstool is doing good themselves, but bro, but the I but, the, but the, the president whatever was under got in trouble recently though. What you Ooh. say? I'm bad. I'm sorry. The president got in trouble recently over some statements yeah. he had made too, though. Yeah, he he's he's very controversial. He's always he's like a poor man's Mark Cuban. He's always trying to like mm-hmm. be in the center of shit. Um, mm-hmm. But again, if you able to ink the deal, Deion Sanders probably is the biggest star that NFL Network had. Absolutely. So to get to steal him, like I remember, I, I tuned in the NFL Network purely after the Sunday games is over, just because he does that 21st and prime little sh- shit, like that little 15-minute yep. segment where he's actually calling the players and talking to them after the game, because that shit is live than anything else that's going on at that time. He's taking all that, the bar suit now. So if you NFL Network, is like you left scrambling. You don't have a star no more. Yeah, yeah. you got to go. Yeah. You got to go get T.O. or somebody. You got to go get T.O. or somebody. Right. But um, before, because I know we're running a little bit long on time today. Um, you know, Eric, I know you, you checked out a little bit of it. Sean, I don't know how much you saw of the live between Akon and um, and, and my son. Um, 
did you guys lose respect for Akon after that live? I lost respect when he said when he started doing stuff with with Takashi. I've been lost respect for that. What you mean? Well, he, that was his whole he, justification behind it, um, and I, I just completely discussed it uh, and I, because I mean you're talking about Akon, whose label is Convict Music. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Who who, who might have put out one of the most legendary street slash prison anthems and locked up with, mm-hmm. with Styles P, who is probably one of the most street of, of rappers <laughs> that you can get, you know what I'm saying? Who, you know, who I, I don't believe at all with even the, like he would be remotely close to any type of support of Takashi doing a remix to that song, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Akon is just going in for about 20 minutes defending his relationship with Takashi. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm his mentor. I gotta help him because he got so nah. many followers and whatnot. And I and it's just like, yo, bro, like, do you you his mentor? Because when that clip came out of of you and him working on the song together, that was almost a month ago, right? Yeah. Since then, he didn't been acting a fool in Brooklyn. He didn't been mm-hmm. acting a fool in Harlem. He out in L.A. disrespecting Nipsey. You know, he what had I'm on saying? the Boy Scout uniform. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, don't, don't play with us. He's not, he, he not, he not with us. But you know what I'm saying? So I, I was just like, I was, I was disappointed at Akon. Like, for somebody who is from that, that, that street, that realm, and you know what I'm saying? Who, who dealt with being in prison, and, and you know what that's, what that's like to, to people that's out here ratting, you know what I'm saying? And, and for him to not only, you know, do it, then come home and be just as arrogant as he was before he left with it. Still disrespecting, still club chasing, mm-hmm. still trolling. It's like, come on, man. How you mm-hmm. supporting that? How you, how you, even, you know what? If you, could, if you did a song with him, you really had to try to throw him on a locked up remix. And then he's going to say, well, it's been 16 years. Nobody wanted to do a remix. You know how many motherfuckers what? with a remix locked up had you said, yo, I'm trying to do a remix? Are you out of your mind? The only I got a question for you. I, I got a question for you. What if he does this, raises all this money, and gives it to uh, charity? How you, you still gonna feel that same way? If, if he, who raised, so I'm just saying, like hypothetically, hypothetically so speaking, like if, would, if he did all would, this and he never gave know all his money, he proceeds to, to charity, yeah. Bro. Look, yeah, so, like I said, like, one, you wouldn't know how much is actually going to charity, and two, uh, it was a couple of weeks ago. They, uh, I forget which organization it was. They turned down a $200,000 check from Takashi. They didn't want his money. Yeah. He was trying to donate to, to charity. So it's like, yo, like, bro, like, what are you what are you representing right now? What are you out, out here doing? And you going really hard to, to defend this dude. And he's like, yeah, but nah, it's just entertainment. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. It's like, yo, you realize motherfuckers died? Motherfuckers yeah. is in jail? in jail? Motherfuckers getting taken away yeah. from their lives? Their families? Bro, that's that's Akon, entertainment. Akon came across as so foolish, and he, mm-hmm. he came also across to me as as a motherfucker that has no values in his life, bro. When mm-hmm. we saw the, when we saw the clip of the song, like we was all offended, like wow, you would really do that shit. And yeah, we already yep. knew. Remember, we talked about it, and we was like, yo, I don't know if anybody is, is gonna work with them, but whoever does, they doing it purely for the money. We know that already. Absolutely. And so, for him to sit there with my son and then be like, 
oh, but you don't know the story, like trying to justify it and then make it seem like, oh, like there was one point when he lied and, and my son caught him in the lie because he tried to say that before he got with, with, uh, with Shadi and them, that he was already popping on the Latin scene, making Latin music. Yeah, I was like, what? And and Mike was like, he he got on when he did that song with all the Bloods in Brooklyn. That's the yeah, song that put. Yeah. He, don't get me wrong. He had rap songs before that, right? We didn't uh -huh. know who the fuck the nigga was, but that song, mm -hmm. that video, is what made him a mainstay in hip hop and started gaining traction for him. He wasn't doing no Spanish music before he got with Shadi and them. Like, did Akon <laughs> try to say, oh, well, they kidnapped his family? All right. And like Mike said, my nigga, you know how many niggas I know in the game who families then got kidnapped or threatened? That's part of the yeah. game. When you go into the game, you know that's what's part of the game. You can't yeah. pick and choose the parts of the game that you don't want to play. Like, I could make threats on the phone and, and I could put a hit out on somebody's life, but God forbid somebody do it to me. Yeah, come Listen, on, you got you got you got you got to tell them that though. This that's the price you pay. Listen, you got to like yeah. you just said before. We got to play the it course. Come. Be the pause. If you just trying to really be a part of this life, you want to do that. But they, but see, that's that's the thing. When you're talking to some younger people, they just like oh, but they try to threaten this family. They did this, that, and the third. But you ended that life. You knew what you was doing, right? You called like, it, a hit it's, it's on somebody, right? Yeah. You put out a hit on somebody's hey, head, bro. Hey. Are you crazy? Yep. You put a hit out on somebody. Like you gotta be out of your damn mind. Like you put a head out on somebody and then snitched on the, the, the young cat that actually put the work in for you. You was too, you know what I'm saying, too pussy to do your damn self. You wasn't gonna Akon. do that. But you got this young kid out here and fucked up his whole life behind this. Akon came across as a complete bozo, my nigga. And then he tried to also clean it up at one point when, when he saw Mice was really going at him, like, well, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. No, you're not. Oh. Cause you're his mentor, right? Nah, you, so you, it ain't no devil's advocate. That's where you stand in. That's your yeah. side. That yep. shit had me so tight when he said that shit, bro. Like, yo, you sound dumb as a motherfucker. That's, right. Bro, that's like, when I told you, I had to log off because I'm like, yo, he he's he's starting to irk my fucking nerves, yo. So I don't know, yeah. I don't know how my song did it because I would have been <laughs> spazzed on Get the fuck out of here with that nonsense, I, I, man. I, I know Mike wanted to, like, I know he was really. Wanted to just go in on him, but you know what I'm saying? Because it was just like, yo, oh, bro, you, you you talking crazy right now. The shit you're saying is a whole bunch of fucking bullshit. You cannot justify this shit, bro. It's my old yeah, his you know he he was thinking about his family when he ran it. Why the fuck wasn't he thinking about his family when he was doing this shit? Right, he's a grown man. Yo. He didn't start fucking with them until he was a grown man. And on top of that, let's not forget the first charge that he got. Okay, yes, yeah. messing with that little girl. So right. we not, yeah. had nothing we to do with the game. Right. Exactly. We don't this even talk about that. That, that was no Trey Wade shit. That was fucking Danny yeah. doing some creep shit. Starting a nasty like, man. And, and we don't even talk about that. We kind of, everybody come, when they speak about Takashi, everyone, everything yeah. is so consumed by, 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 by the rapper and Trey Wade and everything that was going on with them. People don't even mention that. Like, we, feel, we, yep. like, we forgot all about that happened. Wait. Like, so, come on, man. Knock it off, Akon. Akon, Akon came across as a clown. Like I said, he ain't got no fucking morals, bro. This is all about money. So you'd have been better off just coming out saying, yo, you know what? I saw the bag. I saw the opportunity. So I'm, I'm going to side up over here. And anybody who's standing next to that nigga, that's what you're doing. Anybody who's standing next yeah. to that nigga, that's exactly what you're doing. All them niggas that in the videos now that he shot that joint in Brooklyn 
and you know you got the the, mm-hmm. the the phony tough niggas with you drinking in the background, bro. Y'all niggas is only there because there's a dollar sign attached to it. Don't try to make it seem yep. like that's your man. Don't try to make it seem like yo we riding on this side. No, y'all not, because that nigga snitching <laughs> on that side. We already know what it exactly. is. Exactly. Snitching. Exactly. And, and, and if somebody asks them about snitching, I'm pretty sure they're gonna say, "Nah, we don't fuck with snitches." But you out here rocking with this too. Nah. <laughs> Bozo niggas that's gonna say. He ain't tell on me. He yeah, ain't tell on exactly. me. So, <laughs> yo, but you think about how nasty that is, though. That's 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 just like when you talk to the kids nowadays or whatever. It it it, it reminds me. So you know, growing up, uh, our parents would tell us, uh, "That ain't your friend." <laughs> now that we adults, it, it, it's ever so clear because it's like you can't tell me that he probably like even though this happened in his adult years. I'm pretty sure he displayed something while he was younger that kind of let you know that he was kind of funny style. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it, it's, I don't even think, and I don't, it's not weird for me to say this, but I don't even know if Takashi should even trust Akon because it's, it's, a, it's a money grab. You know what I mean? That's all of it. At the end of the day, they both use each other for money. They might not even speak to yeah, each other he, outside of creating songs. He's going he gonna to do it because Akon is a big name. Same reason why he'll, he'll do it with Nikki. I mean, I uh, think, uh, honestly, I, think, I don't think Takashi even cared, bro. Takashi was in the he was in the live. Takashi was in the fucking yeah. live, putting fucking laughing laughing my ass off emojis up. He was in the live. You like Yo, he's he's so consumed by the attention that he don't care how he's perceived. And, and that video, yeah. and one of the videos, I had to go back and watch it when he out in L.A. He trying to hand out money. There was real street niggas out there that was talking shit in the background, but obviously they can't get close enough because security. Mm-hmm. And they was telling the people, yo, don't take his fucking money. Don't take his fucking money. He he out here trying to buy y'all kindness and y'all forgiveness and shit. That nigga don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, that shit is nasty, bro. Niggas <laughs> don't, they more is, 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 is in a completely different place. Like, they don't even care. Like, you, you do anything to get to these places. And then once you get to these places, it's like, all right, it, it, it don't even matter. Oh, man. Listen, I'm old and washed. My eyes hurt right now. <laughs> Time to wrap it up. And I think it's, 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 it's this light, man. We've been on these damn computers, man, so much, man. I just can't wait. Oh, oh we no way we, we ain't speak about it real quick. My mouth, I got the white. You'll never find. <laughs> Anyways, um, yo, gyms and bowling alleys are opening up. I know what I forgot to bring up. Who hitting this gym and how safe do you feel? Who going to the bowling alley putting their fingers in them balls because they, they, they be nasty paws? Balls. Balls. Ooh, what, what was that? What was that whole what was that? All right, the, with the gym, I'm I, I may consider going back to the gym just because before this happened, I had like started getting back into the gym because they, they they're not gonna have it like at full capacity, and the gym that mm. I that I was going to, it wasn't ever really crowded like that anyway. So I don't think just because. Gyms open back up. Everybody's gonna run them to 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 Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. Being, you know what I'm saying? Like they wasn't doing that doing that before. So I may I may do it. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, if you if you masked up and and, and gloved up, I think you know what I'm saying. You could you could make it work. Like I wouldn't go in there with my bare hands touching stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like if I did go into the gym, it would be with with gloves on that I could just trash at the end and, and, and with my mask that I could just talk to the trash. Bro, I ain't going to neither. I could uh, <laughs> I could do push-ups in the crib, and I got a mm-hmm. Wii U that I could play bowling on. 
I ain't doing either one. Well, I didn't. I I, I didn't expect you so, to go touch the balls. <laughs> I'm not. We damn. Listen, between the dirty ball to put, balls with the nasty, the nasty boys. And your camp and your camp roasting glizzies out there. This has been a pause episode all the way around. First of all, pause. I told you we ain't roast no glizzies, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Brothers ain't do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was a trip. Don't let me find out. The Boy Scouts of America had you out there like Joey Chestnut with nothing but Nathan's hot dogs <laughs> and words, bro. <laughs> nah, listen, uh, no, 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 G shit. The black, like we chefed it up, like we had like real legit chefs in the troop. Like we, we, you know how it is, and not like you know what I'm saying. We just came from our moms knew how to cook and was teaching us, so we we was chefing it up from young ages. So that's not something that we was we would be buying. Like we was buying food to to cook out, to cook out there. So, so uh, pork and beans with the sugar on it. No, that <laughs> no. You bugging. I ain't gonna hold you. I might not eat no pork, but I'm gonna eat some Franks and beans and I'm gonna throw a little hey, sugar yo. on every now and then. You gotta take hey, it yo. back, man. Pause. Pause. <laughs> yo, I'm pause. I, I know what type of action I'm about. <laughs> I ain't about that action. <laughs> so that means you just still eat your Franks you and trying- beans. You trying you trying to go uh trying to go bare hand the uh the weights at the gym. Uh, <laughs> you know, sweaty guy. You out here giving whoa, whoa, giving whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, spots whoa. and everything still. I don't I don't spot nobody here. Okay. Bring it down low, bring it down low, bring it down low. One more, give me one more. Bring it all the way, bring it all the way to your chest, bring it all the way. Oh man, yo, that's always the spiciest thing. But listen, oh, episode thirty three, shoot the shit. Yo, man, listen. Okay, I can't, I can't we wait to get, get there, man. We gonna get there, yo. Yeah, we gonna and we gonna get into this. Uh, we gonna wrap up that uh new limit um joint uh and uh get into the uh rough riders joint too. Uh, next time we come back, man. but uh, we appreciate you guys, man. Everybody just continue to be cool like they be cool, you know. Yes. Sir. Oh, yo. Let me. I, I gotta say this really quick before we before we get out of here, because I, I was I was on um Facebook earlier and I seen one of the the these kids I used to teach when I was when I was teaching film. He had a video up of him smoking weed on Facebook, and I just like got in the comments and not in the comments, but in the messenger and just like balked at him like, yo, my man, take that shit down. Like, what's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? He he understood. You know what I'm saying? What it was. He took it down. But listen. If you if you out here and this is this is all all, all my, my, my my young black and brown brothers, don't be out here posting all that smoking and doing drugs all over your social media because when it comes time for you to get a job, they're going to be looking at all of that stuff. So you know what I'm saying, keep that shit PG. Whatever you do in, in the privacy of your home, let that be done in the privacy of your home. You ain't gotta promote that shit on social media. You don't get no cool points, you don't get no check from it. You know what I'm saying? So keep that shit to your motherfucking self. <laughs> I'm about to play. I'm about to name this episode The Gleazy Scouts of America. But go ahead. <laughs> nah, we're not, we're not even about to disrespect the. Nah, we're not even about to do that. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Because you was like, what you, what you do at home? Like, what you be doing at home? <laughs> but listen, y'all be cool, man. Y'all check us out. We be back, man. <laughs> Peace. Yeah.